Oh, that's right! Oh, those Hollywood Hills and those Hollywood Thrills. Welcome mm -hmm. to the Blackcast fourth anniversary special slash second annual Oscars post show. I am the host of the Blackcast, Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. On Twitter at Christian DMZ. I'll say it twice because I love my plug so much. For those of you lucky enough to be watching live on YouTube, or if you're just listening to the audio, go ahead and check out the YouTube as well. It'll be archived. But those of you watching on my left, camera right, the one, the only, Jeff DeRay, Captain EO. I'm so uncomfortable. Why are we on TV? <laughs> uh, at Jeff DeRay. And uh, for those of you watching, you'll see, not here, as always, not here, Will Sterling on Twitter, at Will Sterling underscore. Nowhere to be seen. Well, when you are big time, you yeah. can big time people. Oh, and right? he and he is big time in us, like it's nobody's business. Uh, we'll be joined momentarily by the one and only Christian Toto from Hollywood and Toto. This is sort of my favorite part of doing this after show. Is uh, Jeff? How much of the Oscars did you see tonight? Um, some blips. Just a little, some, some little pieces some here blips. and there. All right, but uh, what were some of the movies that you saw that were nominated? Uh, of the best picture noms that I can remember, I saw Arrival, I saw La La Land, and uh, I saw Hell or High Water. I think those are the three. Hell or High Water is kind of the one that I don't know much of anything about, but uh, did you enjoy it? It was all right. Yeah. It, it, it was kind of overhyped from what I had heard, and, and I kind of agreed. It was just kind of, it was one of those movies where... I understand why it gets nominated for things. I understand technically why it's a very well-made movie, but it doesn't make me feel anything or care. Yeah. So at the end of it, I'm just like, all right, whatever. You know, it just didn't get me for whatever reason. Uh, and I think that that's what a lot of people are saying about La La Land that uh, just mm -hmm. didn't get them for whatever reason. Yeah. And whatever you think of the movie. Ouch. Just uh, the way that the awards unfolded for them. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that with Christian Toto. And by the way, Will Sterling, a.k.a. Agent Sterling, will be joining us at some point when his uh, time permits. But again, we are being big-timed right now. And, you know, when when that... Uh, when, when that when the ban is lifted of, of Will Sterling appearing on the Blackcast, uh, that is when we, the, he, will, he will be back on. He's the Cuba of our blood. He, he is indeed. But uh, joining us now, joining me for the second year in a row uh, after the Oscars, Christian Toto of HollywoodandToto.com and the Hollywood and Toto podcast, which also can be found at HollywoodandToto.com. Christian. Thanks for joining us. I can see you, but you can't see us. That's the way it works. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that means that he's seen us, and he didn't like what he saw. Today uh, on VoyeurCast. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Christian, thanks for staying up late. Uh, you're sure. fortunately only one time zone over for, uh, from us, so it's not that late. But uh, the awards... Um, they went long, and uh, even longer than I think we all thought they were going to by about three minutes uh, towards the end there. Uh, there's really a lot of things that we could talk about, and I have a lot of notes that I took as I watched. But let's talk a little bit about that, that crazy mix-up at the end. For me personally, I'm glad that it wasn't Warren Beatty's fault, because it looked like Warren Beatty read La La Land when the piece of paper in front of him actually said Moonlight, which by the way is a great movie, excited that they won, also excited that they won because it's not La La Land, but we'll take that away from it. 
I still feel bad for the La La Land people because it wasn't just read wrong. They were on stage. They'd given three speeches. And then, uh, you know, you're like, something seems amiss because the director came on stage and there was a lot of fuss in the middle of the, of the scrum there. Uh, Christian, give us your thoughts. Well, you know you have those nightmares where you're on stage and you, you're not wearing your pants or you, you haven't done your homework and you have to give a 50-minute presentation? I, I mean, I think this kind of screw-up was that kind of level of chaos. And I do we really know exactly what happened? Because I'm not sure. I mean, they showed us the envelope, but what did... Warren Beatty said he read it was Emma Stone La well, La Land, but then I think so, I but, read... But the impression that I get from that is that the envelope he had, and you know, look, Warren Beatty was Dick Tracy. I trust him. I believe him. So I'm going to just assume that what he told us was the truth, and if that is the truth, and you know, if it's not the truth, the person who's being blamed will certainly you know, come out and speak to someone for it. But if it is true, I assume that he was handed, you know, they duplicate they printed up duplicate envelopes for Best Actress, and that's why his envelope said Emma Stone, La La Land. Theoretically, that makes sense to me, but uh -huh. do you do you think it's not as cut and dried as that? You know, this might be like a conspiracy theory run amok in about a month and a half, but we'll see. You know, I, could they have screwed up the Best Animated Short category instead of this one? I, I think that would have been <laughs> a, lot less, a lot less stress. But you know, yeah. a lot of people on social media are just like, oh, this was the greatest ending ever. I hated it. I really, I found, I mean, I felt bad for the La La Land people. I, I even felt like the Moonlight people didn't get their full moment in the that, sun. This is like, you walk up on the stage, you soak it in. This is the experience you wait a lifetime for. And they had this sort of, uh, you know, rough and tumble, uh, I guess we should go on stage now because they made a mistake. I mean, it's, it's a debacle, really. And, uh, you know, that's what my wife and I were saying is, like, we do feel bad for the La La Land people, uh -huh. not just in the way that I feel bad that they made an overrated, self-congratulatory mm -hmm. movie, but I feel bad that they, you know, were up there in that situation. But I really did feel bad for the Moonlight uh, cast and crew because this great movie that they made, which won Best Picture, it's sort of the whole experience was tarred, you know, was uh -huh. scarred in a way, marred in a way, all words that rhyme together. But uh, it, I felt really bad for them, uh, and uh, I think I think that uh, we're in agreement on that. Uh, yeah. Special guest going to have like a Marissa Tomei cloud hovering over it for quite some time. Right, where what people don't think that Marissa Tomei really won that award. Yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, she's Aunt May to Spider-Man, so I trust her too. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Will, uh, joining yes. a special guest to the podcast, Will Sterling special of the Blackcast, sitting up, in for a little portion here of the show. Yes. Uh, Will, uh, we were talking a little bit about how uh, you came in and we heard that. I you know, did. We I felt bad. clumsily came in. We felt bad for the, the video La La Land too. people, and we felt bad yeah. for the Dick Tracy people. No, oh, that's not true. I, no, you know see, how many times I shouted Dick Tracy? The reason why... Yeah. <laughs> how many beers did you have tonight at your little party, by the way? Uh, beers? Yeah. Oh, cocktails. Beers and cocktails, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Lots. Hey, is this two hey. blackcasts in a row where you've had too much to drink? What was the first one that I had too much to drink? After when we the were there Ace, together? Ace Freely show. I don't think I had too much to drink after that show. I think... I was sleepy. I think but we anyway, were both what, sleepy. What I was saying uh, was yeah. that... You know, I think that Warren Beatty was handed the wrong envelope, like he said. And yeah. what I told Christian Toto is that I trust him because he was Dick Tracy. I don't think he would lie to us. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but talk a little bit about how you feel about how 
both camps must feel, the La La Land people and the Moonlight people for after that mix-up. It's interesting because I'm happy that Damien Chazelle won because like he's young. He's like he's like three years older than me. Right, so he's very young. Yeah, so he, you know he got the award. He could talk about it, but with the La La Land folks in terms of the best picture, like that that must have been interesting. They all got up on stage. They started talking about it. They started thanking everybody, and then they had to come out with the envelope and say, "Never mind." P.S. Yeah, you guys. It was like, whoops. You didn't yeah. get it. You know how you thanked your mom to yeah. get back. All those speeches you guys gave, they didn't mean anything. Uh, but I wanted Moonlight to win Best Picture, and I'm glad that it did. So I'm happy that they came out I, and corrected it because I, I that was, it that was my Oscar pick. pool that was mostly my pick. because of how much my wife loved it. Not, I liked it. I thought it was very good. Moonlight or La La Land? Moonlight. My wife oh, loved okay. Moonlight, and I thought it was I very good. I was over the moon. Oh, I don't have the bell. Yeah. How do you not have the bell? This because is a podcast. The reason why I don't ding, have the bell yeah. is because I thought I was going to leave 20 minutes earlier than I did oh. because the awards just kept on going. And you left without the bell. Yeah. So okay. uh, I was lucky that I, I came here with myself, and that would have been another ring on the bell. Uh, Christian, uh, so dealing with that part, uh, you know, look, congratulations to Moonlight. And here's the thing. La La Land won a number of awards. Uh, deserve it or not, they won a bunch. So, you know, it, it's it's not like that was going to be their only moment. So, you know, at the end of the day, Emma Stone's like, mm, I still won. Yeah. By the way, yeah. when Emma Stone won her uh, her acting uh, Oscar for La La Land, I was like, wow, this is a really bad day for Andrew Garfield. Because not only didn't he win, yeah. but he had to sit there while she won. Yeah. And again, They're also bringing making it back other to Spider-Man movies without him. Like, yeah. you think Plus, they there. definitely didn't serve lasagna there. <laughs> because his name's Garfield. Oh, uh, but anyway, Monday. he hates Mondays for sure. So tomorrow's uh, going to be a shitty day for him. Seriously, <laughs> imagine that. Christian, in general, uh, what were your thoughts on on the show? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts, but you're our guest, so I'll let you go first. Well, a couple of thoughts. One, uh, it's always too long. It's always got too much stuff in there. You could always trim away parts. Yeah. Of it. Having said that, I thought it was less punishing than usual. Yeah. I thought that Jimmy Kimmel, for the most part, did a good job. I thought he, his monologue was fine. I thought he was able to kind of riff as the night wore on in the way that he can. And also, what I love about an Oscar host, what a good one does, is they're very comfortable and you feel like you're in good hands. Yeah. Like, they're not nervous. They're not sort of looking for the, last, the next joke. They're not sort of awkward. And I, I think he just felt very at ease and almost like... He knows he's going to get bad reviews, so the heck with it. I'm just going to do the best I can. Um, and I thought some of the sort of the bits worked. I thought the mean tweets wasn't very effective, but even though it went on too long, the let's invite the passerby into the theater. I kind of think that was effective. I thought there was kind of sweet little moments, and it you know with all the talk of the actors being so political, it kind of humanized them for me. Like oh yeah, they're they're famous and they were kind of just being sweet to these people who were unexpectedly in their venue. I I, th I mean I thought overall it was he did yeah a nice job. no I, I, I thought I thought he did a I thought he did a very good job and it's interesting that he used the word punishing because uh, whatever year that was that Ellen DeGeneres hosted I felt punished and yeah. she tried to do a lot of things sort of like that like oh I brought a pizza delivery guy and that just really fell flat what I said the next morning uh, we were still doing the Dennis Miller show at that point I said you know she was great at dress rehearsal can't wait to see how she does in the actual show because <laughs> it's like she wasn't even there I thought that Kimmel did a very good job. His bringing the tour bus people in 
was great and it didn't fall flat and I thought it was very sweet. It did go a little long, but that's also, yeah. you know, he realized it was going long and he tried to, no, stop standing there and taking pictures with the most famous people on the planet. You have to go talk to Guillermo, the security <laughs> guy from my talk show. Yeah. So I, I was fine with that. I thought that uh, he had some really good playful jabs with people in the audience. Uh, you know, Mel Gibson, you know what? He might hate the Jews, but he's able to laugh at himself. And, uh, you know, he's, he's very good, you know, when he's doing things in the movies, you know, off off camera, he's run into some problems with girlfriends and the, the whole Jewish community. But he seems to have a good sense of humor, like with Ricky Gervais at the uh, Golden Globes a few years ago. Uh, I, th I I thought that was very funny, the back and forth. And, you know, I saw you tweet that uh, you are past the point of saturation with the Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon feud. You did not enjoy yeah. that. Uh, no, it's that an was, inside joke, and it's not, sure. I don't think it ever was well, that funny, frankly. If you don't I, watch his show, weird. which the people around the world who right. were watching do not, right? Uh, but I'll tell you that uh, my wife probably laughed the hardest when he and Ben Affleck were trying to introduce, and he kept getting played off. Matt Damon did. She thought that was funny, and the fact that you know Matt Damon tried to trip Jimmy Kimmel. But I do think I did think I'm like, oh wow, they're just running with it, even though it's like. Okay, just because the theater's across the street from your studio doesn't mean that you get to bring all, all of your your bits across. Uh, and your point about mean tweets, I usually like that bit, and uh, I didn't find that these ones were uh, particularly strong. Uh, Will, uh, your thoughts overall on Jimmy Kimmel as a host? I liked him, actually. You know, and he was able to roll with the punches with a lot of that stuff, and um, the people coming off the tour bus and playing all that whole shtick. It was... I don't know. He was just very comfortable, and he didn't seem like he it would. He didn't seem like it was his first time. Yeah, that was a big thing. As I know, as I and he was like, "This is my first time as an Oscar host." I was like, "Really?" Yeah, I, I mean, he hosted the I Emmys before. Honestly, thought thought he'd hosted it before, and yeah. I had forgotten that he hadn't. And uh, I don't know. I just thought he did a good job. It was smooth, and it was like you know, I like the whole Matt Damon thing. It was it, it was funny to me because yeah. I knew that it would it was something that I'd seen before and. I got it. You know, yeah. you, you feel on the inside if you know what, what he's talking about. Well, Hollywood is nothing if not, you know, a nod to the inside. Right. So, I, right. you know, I think that that's only fitting. Uh, the way that the show opened, Justin Timberlake, look, he's great. I get it. What the hell was he doing there? Why did we start the... You know, the show would have because been nine minutes song. shorter. Yeah, the show would have been nine minutes shorter he if we didn't have the whole him. crowd up, clapping their hands. You know what like, he had me wishing I was doing? Fast forward. He got the for this song, and then he didn't, he yeah. didn't win it. And then, yeah, and then, and then he didn't win it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, obviously, Christian, you know, there was expectation that the evening would be, let's just say, a little political... I think uh -huh. before we talk to some of, about what some of the people who accepted awards said, I thought that Kimmel did a great job kind of, you know, balancing between saying things that were pretty obvious and, you know, things that are going to make people laugh. I mean, the way that President Trump has handled himself, I think, really lends itself to the comments that he made. I don't think anything was out of line. Look, there were jokes about fake news. Saying that Meryl Streep is overrated was very funny, I thought. Uh, and are you wearing an Ivanka? I thought that that stuff was great. 
the idea that the president would be tweeting in all caps, stuff like that I thought was very funny. Um, you know, I, I, I understood, look, that's to be expected. I think that it, obviously if it was any Republican presidential candidate, he would have been the butt of the jokes. But then this one was just like, oh, this, this is like slow pitch softball. You know, these are jokes that are going to write themselves. But uh, do you feel that it was overly harsh towards President Trump or about what you expected? I thought it was too many jokes. I mean, I think it's sort of the elephant in the room. You can't not joke about it. And I thought that, that when he tweeted to him, that was like really clever and funny and, and deserved. So that was perfectly fine. I mean, he kind of insinuated he's a racist, and that's and that's going pretty low on, on the president of the United States, whether you think about Trump or not. But I just think that a lot of the jokes were sort of like, if you read uh, you know, Think Progress or the Daily Coast, those are the sort of angles you'd expect, like, oh, what happened in Sweden? Well, after they mocked Trump, something did happen in Sweden, and things right. are going wrong in Sweden with the migrant population. So it was just like – it was almost like he doesn't get that side of the world and just gets the liberal slant of news. So from that perspective, you know – but I, the Ivanka Trump line was funny, and then the whole Meryl Streep overrated. I feel like that was a joke we did like two months ago. So I, I – you know, I, okay. a mixed bag on his political things. I just think it's it's so obvious, and a lot of the jokes he said about Trump were the – not that funny, but the audience clapped and, and sort of supported him, which I always think is like the worst part of late night where you kind of did the, yes, we, we get it and we want to support you because it's like virtue signaling. So Yeah, well, uh, our, our friend uh, Dennis Miller, who the, the three of us here in the studio all used to work with, and Christian used to be a guest on the show Me regularly. most closely. Yes, 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 you worked with him for three yes. whole months, Jeff. Uh, he said he stopped going on Bill Maher's show for exactly that reason, because jokes were said and, and never laughed at. They were applauded if you agreed in the ideology right. behind it, and then you booed if you didn't like what it was saying, that you were saying something negative about President Obama or something. And I do that's think you get a joke. lot of... That's just like a statement. Yeah, I think you yeah. get a lot of that out of comedy these days. And I, I do... Oh. Yeah, I think it's a lot of let's pat ourselves on the back. Um, there are some specific moments that I wanted to talk about, but uh, Jeff, uh, for, Will, uh, you'll enjoy this. Uh, yes. Ask Jeff how much of the Oscars he watched tonight. Jeff, how much of the Oscars did you watch tonight? I just watched the part where Kimmel came out in Eddie Murphy's leather outfit <laughs> from Raw. Oh. So uh, you were on Mushrooms and you just stared at the TV so for saw, three hours? You saw that part. Uh, that was a great part. Yeah, that was my yeah, favorite part. part. No, uh, yeah, Jeff, Jeff didn't see much, but Jeff saw some when of the movies. He did the Bill, when he did the Eddie Murphy Murphy as Bill, Bill Cosby, Cosby impression. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, was, that was his favorite part. Best. Um, but uh, Jeff had seen some of the movies, and we were talking about that uh, when Christian joined us, and I wanted to, the other Christian, not me. I, I've right. been here. The, the no, no, it's all right. Yeah. Talk about yourself. Yeah, there's a lot of Christians. Yeah, Christian is doing all. very it's well. It's the most popular original in the world, so... <laughs> is it? The most popular religion in the world. I guess so. Uh, but uh, so <laughs> you were not a huge fan of La La Land, uh, Jeff, were you? No, I enjoyed it. Oh, you were? Yeah, I, I thought I was projecting. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was no, me. It's fine. Sorry. I, I don't think it's like the best movie ever. I'm not one yeah. of those people that's like, how dare you? I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. Um, I The, the music was, was cool. I liked the uh, that little melody that they played for mm -hmm. that end thing, which reminded me a lot of the ending of uh, Six Feet Under. Oh, yeah, which was show. great music. Yeah. yeah, that little montage, it was fun. It was just kind of a glimpse into like what could have been. It was yeah. fun. Um, I understood and appreciated what I felt like the director was trying to do, but I also understand that's exactly why a lot of people aren't going to like it. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to make a movie. 
so that people actually feel something about it, right? Isn't mm. that kind of what you're going for in any type of art? Uh, I, I, I think that you're absolutely right, that the intentions were good. Will, I don't know that we've talked much about La La Land. Uh, your thoughts? What word do you think I'd use to describe it's, La La Land, it's, it's Christian? Fine. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It, it's it fine. Is, it is. It's, but, it by is the way, fine. I agree with you. It's I, fine. Uh, yeah. I, I, went I didn't into hate it, it like some people did. Right. But I went into I didn't expecting love it. a big musical, and there were some good numbers. I thought the opening number of La La Land was the, yeah. was the best number. Most well-written song in the score, actually. And the rest of it is just okay, and and it and it's it functions and it's entertaining and it it does what it does. And I don't think it deserves this sort of backlash it's receiving from certain communities where it's like there's no minority communities in it. It's like look, Damien Chazelle is a young white dude. He only has that as his information. That's what he's bringing. That's what he's bringing to it. Right. And what he brings to it is okay. You know, like. It, ten years from now, if Damien Chazelle could remake La La Land, it would be a much better movie. But today, it, it it just is what it is. And if he remade it in ten years, I would hope that the whole movie, I wouldn't be thinking, God, if Emma Stone would just eat a sandwich. I was worried about her in is that movie. Is she that thin? In that movie, you yes. She looked thin? fine tonight. And in that I movie, really, I, uh, I, I was very distracted. I, I felt very bad for her because I was like, all right, she's uh, obviously very stressed out. She should relax. Do another Spider-Man movie, but again, that's just me. I'm the only one that wants that. Too Christian, um, I haven't. I intentionally didn't look up uh, any reviews, and that's not just because I'm lazy. But I actually don't know what you thought of La La Land. Uh, so uh, tell us and the audience what you thought of the movie. I am not a musical guy. Okay. Uh, it's my, maybe my least favorite uh, sort of movie genre. So you realize that uh, you and I are going to do a duet of Paradise by the <laughs> Dashboard Light to take the show out. So just be ready for that. Even though you say you're not a musical guy, you're going to be tonight. The Dueling Christians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. that's what we're going to tour is the Dueling Christians. If you've heard me sing, I will shut down your show <laughs> in not a good way. I loved La La Land. You wow. know, I, I saw it maybe before the hype machine was yeah, in full gear. I could see that would help, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was charming. I thought the fact that the that Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling are not great singers or dancers actually worked in its favor. I think that... It's more realistic, more 21st century, not as not as fantastical, and so I love that a part of it. I thought it was romantic as heck. This is a movie where you have two people falling in love and holding hands for crying out loud. I mean, I'm not like old school, got to be like a 50s romance, but I thought it was sweet, and I just I was taken away. But I, I love Damien Chazelle. I think he's got an amazing amount of talent for a young director. So yeah, I. I'm all on board, and I was I, it was my best movie of the year. Uh, well, uh, we mm. thought that the Academy agreed with you uh, for about three minutes there. Uh, yeah, Jeff keeps talking about a movie. Uh, talk about Which this. Ultimate Oscar snub, Monster <laughs> Trucks. Now, talk oh, about, Monster now, now be trucks. honest about Monster Trucks. Yeah, now. Explain why you're really talking about, about it. Trucks. Because it looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> There's like Did a you cool... see it? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite part. Is he, well, he just came loves out it. It's called it came Monster out in January, so hopefully Oscars next year. Monster Trucks sweeps. Just, just look. Wait for that. Fifteen nominations for Monster Trucks. Um, so they may have to re-release it, but that, it'll that'll only. Oh, they'll, yeah. they'll have one of those Oscar there. qualifying yeah. runs for Monster Trucks. Oh, I, I yeah. think so. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Q and A. Jeff's ready. Yeah, and Jeff will be at every one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. know the the thing about 
you know, where the moment where I thought that uh, La La Land had one, I actually had this moment in my mind. I'm like, all right, well, I have a, I have a clever tweet slash joke. You know, last year the argue the argument was hashtag uh, Oscar so white, and I was like, oh well, this year it's hashtag Oscar so tone deaf. I didn't even think the movie was that terrible, but I'm like, oh, I felt like that was a deal. And then it took my joke away, which is probably not that much of a disaster, but. Uh, I, I don't know. I was I was very surprised. A lot of a, a lot of other things that happened earlier in the show not so surprising, but uh, I did take some notes, and uh, I'm going to go through my notes uh, before uh, we run out of time. Um, but uh, the first thing that I first thought that I was like I have to write this down. Lin Manuel Miranda will not rest until he ruins every award show you ever watch. Sit down. Shut up and let the real singer sing. And that song from Moana, yeah. uh, it sounded like a song from Mulan, which shows that Disney has one musical styling that they break out every 10 to 15 years. It's called, I'm using air quotes, ethnic. Uh, last scene in Princess and the Frog. Uh, they were just like, oh, let's do some ethnic music, and that'll be fine. Uh, but the girl who sang it, uh-oh, Awali Cravalho, she was only 16 years old. I could not believe she was only 16 years old when I saw her. Uh, she was 16, or as Woody Allen and Roman Polanski would call her, way past her prime. Thank you. This is why I'm not to bring the bell. <laughs> Bujanski would say the same thing. No, no, he would say, uh, Mrs. Oh. Um... And the, the Hidden Figures cast came out, and uh, it, sh it showed me that terrible fashion sense is colorblind, and so was whomever dressed them. Um, one thing that I know Jeff saw was the O.J. Simpson documentary. Mm -hmm. And there's been so you much... You did see the O.J. documentary? It was on ESPN. He has that channel. No, it's on uh, Hulu right now. Well, yeah, but it, mm, it was produced it was. for ESPN. I didn't see there it. has been so much success for O.J. in the past year... Come on. Killing it. He's obviously going to have to kill again, right? I mean, Hollywood loves a follow-up, so, so OJ's going OJ. to have to kill again. Um, obviously, that's the joke part of that, but what I did appreciate to sort of come down from that is that the people who accepted said uh, they actually mentioned Ron Goldman and Nicole Brown Simpson, which when it won the Emmys, people made sure to do. And it's very easy to kind of get lost in that when you see the OJ story. You're like, oh yeah, this is a real thing and people get murdered. Mm -hmm. I mean, I even just made a joke at, uh, for the sake of that. But you saw that, Jeff. So I, really I, saw, I saw fake OJ on FX, so I did not see <laughs> real OJ on ESPN. So tell me about the what you thought about that. I watched both of them, actually. Okay. I oh. saw the documentary first, and then we watched the uh, FX show so it was actually really interesting watching both of them because the documentary does a great job of kind of explaining what was going on like the first hour plus of the is all about rodney king and uh how those police officers got off and the sentiment and the watts riots and everything that happened afterwards because that's really important in understanding why this guy got away with murder right and it's it's crazy like they I was young enough to know what was going on, but not understand everything that was happening. I was the same, yeah. Yeah, because we're the same age. Uh, <laughs> hey. hey yeah, Christian, they're both turning 30 this year. That Whoa. makes me feel great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right, thank you. That's a perfect example. But anyway, finish your thought, Jeff. Uh, and it was just amazing. Um, everything, they, they went through the whole trial, and at the end, they even had some interviews with uh, actual jurors, where they were essentially like, and it was basically the end of the documentary, like, yeah, no matter what, I wasn't going to come Yeah, 
There was no way I was going to convict him for the, anything. The timing for that, it was definitely, it was a reaction to the LAPD. Yeah. I mean, I think that a lot of people understood that at the time. They were surprised. I was very surprised at the way that that went. But well, uh, it's, it's crazy to think, like, you, you can look at it now from with plenty of hindsight and a, a book literally confessing, basically. And no, uh, that book was if called I If I Did It. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. If they, I did they even it. addressed that in the documentary. Oh, but... Yeah. Um, basically, it's like you, you look at it and you're like, "How could you be so stupid?" But it's like, of course, people are going to under believe a cons police conspiracy where all the evidence points to one person because that's how police conspiracies work. Right. Police conspiracies don't point to a bunch of people; they point to the person that they're conspiring to like get to the conviction. Well, yeah. So, so I was that was kind of the thing that clicked for me from watching it, which really made me sitting back and go like oh okay i guess like that's reasonable doubt yeah well i mean look that that's all you need is the reasonable doubt uh christian had you seen the uh documentary oj or the <laughs> fx version or both i avoided the fx version because when i lived through the oj simpson trial i was so aghast that it got so much coverage i thought i am done with this for the rest of my life but and it I had david schwimmer <laughs> But so you did watch the documentary, or you didn't? Yeah. Sorry, I, I watched a lot you. of it. Yeah, okay. I didn't watch it. It's, it's like 16 hours long, so oh. I, didn't, I honestly didn't catch oh, the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. But I saw enough to say this is this is high quality. Yeah. It's great context. It's fascinating. And it it, it, it kept my, my interest, and I was I sort of shook off my my dancing Edo uh, yeah. malaise. Well, you know, I, I, we, we sort of spoke over each other, but the, the one right. reason to reconsider the FX series, it does have David Schwimmer, America's Sweetheart. That's right. Uh, that, the, one of the problems I had with the show is that it's really trying to paint a sympathetic pe picture of the Kardashians oh. and has the children in it just for the value of being because like, that's the, the Kardashian, Kardashian children. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of like... It's just like, okay, I don't, I don't no like Kim over there. Look at little yeah. Kim. I don't like any period not pieces that do that. Little no, it's Kim. not Lil' Kim. Yeah. I don't like any little. period pieces that do the, the the wink and a nod to the present day. Like, yeah. look who that is over... No, I, I, I don't enjoy that. it. Yeah. Uh, now, for you, Will, uh, Asia Starling, on yes. Twitter at Will Sterling underscore, that's right. host of the Motivation report at yes. motivate report at the only thing more satisfying for you i think yeah. than suicide squad winning yeah. an oscar hey uh was <laughs> a, a, a much I more uh, yeah it was a much more serious uh, turn of events because i saw you uh, post about this the documentary short the white helmets yeah yeah which is obviously not a laughing matter like no, suicide no, squad no, no. Great but movie, though. uh talk a little bit about it because i i had not seen it but because you posted about it Picked it in my Oscar you pool. Watched, did yeah. you watch it? Didn't I even oh, yet. but you picked it. Picked it in the Oscar pool. Yeah. It's come on, about, that's what's important. There's a group in Syria called the White Helmets, and they wear white helmets, and they help people in the myriad bombings that go on in Syria, and they've saved thousands and thousands of lives, and I think the, the last statistic in the movie, spoiler alert, is like a hundred and something white helmets have died in the period between like, you know, ten years or whatever it is, but they've saved like 40,000 lives, something crazy. It's amazing. I mean, it's just, it's a citizen volunteer thing where people go and they go through this training program and they are granted the status of being a part of this group and they just exist to save people and help people when shit goes south. And to me, that's amazing that it's just this, this group of people who care about helping other people and they, they just save a lot of lives by just being good people. 
And it, it just opens up your eyes and goes to show. It's like, this is one of the countries that we have a ban on right now, immigration-wise. I know it's a 90-day, whatever it is. This is one of the countries we've chosen uh, to not let anybody in from, and you see the horrors that they're going to, or as the president would say, the horror that they're going through, um, which is the way that Brando says it. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is you, I, that was another post of yeah. yours that you pointed <laughs> out. And yeah. the, the Brando. Horror. The horror. The horror. So you're saying that President Trump uh, says it like. He goes, he goes nobody, nobody knows the horror the of horror. nuclear like me. <laughs> um, and uh, they, it's just amazing. And so the fact that we're. We're, we're disallowing these people from coming into our country is insane to me because they're really suffering and and you look at what we're dealing with and it's like oh yeah people are getting bombed and blown up every day yeah well, uh, let well, me I, just ask you this question if they would take off their white helmets and put on some cool like pope hats I bet they would get right through the checks the pope hats you think yeah. the pope hats would say I don't know the pope hats would do it the, uh, papal, the papal hats Christian, is this a category that you uh, took the time to uh, watch the nominees? Short. Yeah, documentary people. short usually doesn't Which get most much people attention. Don't watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, negatory. Yeah, that, that's that's quite all right. That's kind of what I figured, but I I wanted to give you the opportunity. Uh, there sure. was there was a a category that you know usually isn't one of the most exciting, but I really I. I thought this was great for the winner for sound mixing. Okay, now great, that's not but his name's Kevin O'Connell and I liked first of all his story about his mom and he thanked her. It was, you know, the whole story was that one day, you know you just do it, do your best and one day thank me when you win an Academy mm -hmm. Award. I thought that was very sweet. Now I looked him up online he lost 20 times before he won tonight. Jesus. He was, this was his 21st attempt. He 20, was he's been nominated 20, 20 times, times before this? Yeah. He was first nominated in 1984 for Terms of Endearment. Oh, my God. And so that's a testament to, you know, if you wait 33 years, you might eventually get what you wanted. <laughs> you could. Get, yeah. Hey, that's all I want <laughs> yeah. in my career. And you're going to be 30 this Oscar. year. So maybe three more years. See, 30 years from now. Yeah. yeah. Stories yeah. like this used to be like beautiful romances. Now they're just like sexual harassment suits. <laughs> Like he just stayed outside every day until <laughs> just, they finally just, just, like, just throwing rocks at the window. Yeah. Let me in. And it's just like You're cute. I want to date you. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, Kevin, we don't want you. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come back next year. Yeah. I'll, I'll be here. I'll be uh, here. I, look, I'm glad it worked out for him. Uh, tonight was the only time that I will ever see Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan on screen together. Oh yeah. I don't know. Exactly, I agree. I don't know what that was about. Like, they, they said Jamie Dor I heard Jamie Dornan and they said, and then I looked up at the screen and said, is that the girl from the movie too? And my friends were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. That's See, interestingly <laughs> enough, I knew who the girl was. I knew I'd no Because idea. she's Don Johnson's daughter. And That's the only reason why. Melanie Griffith's daughter. And she hosted SNL and she's... Okay. She's right. reasonably attractive. Uh, am I am I out, out, out on a limb there that saying Dakota Johnson is attractive, Jeff, as a man? Honestly, she's. <laughs> this is my honest feelings Please. on Dakota. She's. She's fine. She's fine. Yeah, basically, yeah. it's like yes, I'm so happy that I just <laughs> fine. Stake my claim you know, on the word fine. <laughs> it's basically like. She doesn't have any defining feature that makes me be like, wow, beautiful this. I mean, she's got striking eyes, but that's basically it. It's kind of like everything else is like, ah, you. that's why you could play the bookworm, because you probably <laughs> were in the library. Like, 
Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, all right. I, 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 look, I'm glad we're talking about Fifty Shades of Grey on our Oscar. I'm not. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I thought that uh, this will be a, a question for you, Christian. Uh, specifically, I thought that uh, Zootopia winning for animation uh, that was sort of not surprising because it was it was a very surprising movie. It has the kind of message that I think that that Hollywood really embraces. I have a vague recollection that you wrote about it, and it was a was it a movie that you didn't like, or am I wrong about that? No, actually, I liked it a lot, and I thought that the the social messages in the movie were interestingly woven into the story, where it didn't it wasn't off putting, and yet it was actually pretty challenging for kids, mixed in a sort of buddy comedy and yeah. all the usual sort of theatrics. So I enjoyed it; I thought it was good. I also liked Moana a lot. I think I liked it more than maybe some of the folks here but uh, maybe just a, I have a, a man crush on The Rock because he just he's, he's so likable I was going to say let's be honest we Nobody all, does we like all have a man crush on The, the Rock franchise Viagra for a reason yeah and by yeah. the way Pain and Gain one of the most Look, overlooked movies the last honest. five years yeah yeah, um, I actually uh, had seen I had seen Kubo no. and the Two Strings because uh, I was taking my son to a lot of Mommy and Me movies, which uh, I just shrugged off the fact that they were so sexistly named. Not Parent and Me or Baby and Me. Yeah. They were called Mommy and Me, but I took him anyway. And that was actually a great right, movie. PC, please. <laughs> PC principal. <laughs> Check your privilege. Yeah. Right? Jokes, so, yeah. so your in any case, I thought that was a great movie. I didn't expect it to win, and uh, it didn't. So, uh, But I'm saying that that's a movie that people should check out. It's very cool, different animation style. I didn't see it. Um, spoiler Stop. alert, his parents die three times in the course of the movie. Like Spider-Man? <laughs> the sort ultimate of, Disney yeah, classic. It's just like, how oh, many times yeah. can we murder your yeah, parents? They're like, oh, watch, uh, they're back to life. Bruce oh, Wayne's parents were shot and killed in that alley. Yeah, that's they, why he, he, did, he did feel a little like Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Um, well, by the way, the one thing I loved about the whole night tonight if there's one thing I need from an Oscar presentation is a tribute to Bridges of Madison County. And mm. I got it. So that was really good. You did get that. You did get that. And uh, I also, I, I know you didn't love the uh, the Jimmy Kimmel, Matt Damon feud, but I thought the tribute to We Bought a Zoo was pretty amazing, actually. I thought actually. that was incredible. Uh, and, and, like a uh, fucking four-year-old yeah, movie. And, and the back and forth about. with Affleck, where he's like, I actually like that performance. And yeah. Affleck's like, Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I like that stuff. Uh, look, Good for uh, you. Seeing, seeing Michael J. Fox come out of the DeLorean, I don't care how many times it happens, uh, I, I was excited. I was glad to see him. I always, I, I'm always worried about Michael J. Fox, so when he's able to appear in public and get out there, I'm like, all right, great. He's still with us because that is a national treasure. I said somebody else was a national treasure earlier, but uh, Michael J. Fox, I thought that was great. So you missed that, but you can look it up on YouTube. I also missed that. Oh, really? Was that before the ceremony? Was no, that, that was, in, that was a, a bit during the show. It was, uh, it was Seth Rogen was inspired by Back to the Future. I missed that. Yeah. I, I guess somebody had to get a refresh on the cocktail. Probably. <laughs> yeah, by that I mean Just someone else in the room. Grabbing another beer. Something. Another brisket um, and a slice of pizza. Christopher Lloyd was on assignment. How did they not get him into it? What's that? I think Christopher Lloyd should have been there too. Christopher yeah. Lloyd should have been there too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Was he on assignment or yeah? Uh, I, I don't know where he was, but uh, maybe he was doing a stage reading of Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Uh, <laughs> sorry, he's in that. Will I know you haven't gotten to that yet? Um, <laughs> where was old Doc Brown? He was doing a <laughs> stage reading of uh, Star, Star Trek Three: The Search, Search for, for Spock. Spock. The uh, I thought the only good thing about uh, about La La winning uh, La La Land winning best song, 
Lin-Manuel Miranda did not. So much for the EGOT sucker. You didn't uh, want that young EGOT? No, no, no. I'm, I'm you not, bastard. I, I think that Whoopi deserves the EGOT and nobody else. So the fact that anyone else has it upsets me. But that's because she's been alive for only like Whoopi. thousands of years. You only want Whoopi to win it. Yeah, she's not Star Trek The Next Generation. You'll see that in like 400 episodes. I'm close to finishing season two okay. of the original series. Yeah. Uh, just to, so just to bring Christian and, and any of our listeners up to speed, uh, Will Sterling here yes. in the studio is watching Star Trek the original series in order in the original production in order production yeah. order and he's taking his which time which you fucking poo poo yeah, me it's for ridiculous. doing and then you recommended that somebody do it because I tagged you in the tweet and I you didn't respond bastard <laughs> that's me but anyway so that that's why we're talking about that but it does tie into oh. the saddest part of the evening in memoriam, and look, I remembered that Anton Yelchin died, but uh, just I wasn't ready to see him there, and, and he actually got a, a, some dialogue. And then, of course, it highlighted the fact that tonight, we found, where early this morning, I found out that Bill Paxton died, yeah, and that was uh, that was heartbreaking. And, you know, my wife and I were talking about it, and we realized that the version of Training Day, the TV series that he's on, mm -hmm. yeah, that premieres tomorrow. Oh, and he's the lead in the season it. He's premiere? The series premiere. Oh, series premiere. He's the Denzel Washington part Ooh. in that. I know so, he is. I thought the show had premiered. No, no. I, I, my understanding is that oh, it's showing up no. for the first time. But See, I also, it's I could now be, a limited series. I could be confusing it with Taken, which also premieres it's, this it, week. That's so. possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, or but, Lethal the, Weapon, which premiered like what, nine months ago. What I really would have liked to have seen was uh, a clip from Club Dread with Bill Paxton, oh. which is the great uh, Broken Lizard movie. What were you going to say, uh, Jeff? Well, I was just going to say the obvious thing to play for his in memoriam is game over man yeah game over they, i thought they'd squeeze him in there and they didn't i mean well it's they fine. spoke beforehand so oh, they did, they, yeah they about jennifer him? aniston spoke before okay, did you watch it. this uh, or were you with jeff not watching it i was with actually okay there, there's there's <laughs> drinks involved but there's also there was also like 40 people where i was okay. everybody's shouting and talking and we're trying to watch it like on a big screen I didn't hear a lot of it. I okay. had to ask people did you, what Did Jennifer Aniston work with Paxton? Because she seemed like she really She seemed shook really up upset, and uh, I, I didn't have time because, as we all know, the awards went long and was kind of crazy at the end. That was one of those things I meant to look up. Um, yeah. Anybody who is, you know, watching live or, you know, checking out the archive of this, tweet us at Blackcast, B L A D T C I S T. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, I think so, it's just because Frailty is her you? favorite movie. What's that? Frailty is her favorite movie. Uh, look, I Instagram a, a picture of Bill Paxton from Weird Science when he was the globby monster at the end of it. Oh, some fine That work. was my first memory of Bill Paxton. Uh, Christian, do you have a uh, favorite Bill Paxton that uh, comes to mind? Obviously, you know, Aliens, True Lies, there's so many great ones, but... Yeah, you know, he really held Big Love together. Yeah, that's a great show. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely could have went off the rails. I mean, you had to have him sympathetic and charming and kind of measured... And you know, I, I think I didn't see the last season, but I, I was with it for most of the yeah. the whole show's run, and he was great in that. And again, it's not a flashy role, but you get someone who can't get the right tone, and that's a disaster. So he was great there. But I mean, it, it's aliens for me. I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's hard to. Iconic. What was the uh, What was the vampire movie he did way back? Near in the Dark. Day? Near, Near dark. dark. That was that was a, another first for me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, best actor, uh, Casey Affleck. 
He won, so you know he could really cheer up anytime. Hey, uh, yeah, you can shave the beard yeah. and stop pretending like hey. you're fucking walking Phoenix, and I'm still here. Hey, you're not walking. You think you're better than us? You're you. Just because you got a fucking Oscar, you yeah, think you're better right. than us? You're fucking Casey. Sure. Your brother's bigger than you. He's Batman. Calm down. I'm gonna be in Boston soon, and everyone's gonna talk like <laughs> hey, this. Hey, did, did you see Casey Affleck yeah. on the Oscars? Did you fucking see Casey Affleck? Do you know that guy? Oh my god. Because if you do. Punch him in the fucking teeth, Jeff. Yeah. I heard that that guy tries to like molest <laughs> women, and that's not cool, bro. No, we don't like that. But he won a fucking yeah, Oscar. He skated on those charges pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, right by. To the extent that I actually forgot about that, and well, on look, Friday Trump's I was the president, so he, anybody can skate on but, anything yeah. now. You I, can I, just grab him right in the. You can just grab, you can him, right grab him right in the Affleck. Yeah, right oh, in the, the Affleck. Affleck. Right in the Affleck. Yeah. Uh, I had forgotten about that, uh, Christian, and you know, a coworker. I was. We were talking about some of the nominees, and she mentioned. And I'm like, oh yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. And you know, that seemed to be a problem for directors recently. But I guess uh, not for him. No. So well, no, ne it's supposed to be block. if you're famous, well, you can do what you want. It's supposed that's to work. why Donald Trump is president. Uh, so. Some lesser awards. Uh, the Jungle Book won for Best Visual Effects. And I think that uh, I saw that. That's another one that I took my son to. And, you know, my wife didn't see it. But when they showed the clip, she's like, oh, it looks like it's real. I'm like, yes, exactly. That's, that's why, why I, I won. That's why I knew it was going to win. Yeah. That's and why they're making the Lion King version of that. Right. Oh, and, that's right. And it also James won Orgen? because Donald Glover. Christopher Walken Simba. is a giant singing gorilla in that movie. So that's how I knew it was going to win. Uh, yeah. Christian, your thoughts on The Jungle Book? I almost feel like we talked about this at some point. but maybe I, you know, I, I loved the movie, yeah. and I thought the effects were mesmerizing. And actually, the special effects category was pretty strong because Doctor Strange was excellent and had a really unique look. And mm. Rogue One speaks for itself. And there was another film in that category that was could easily have won. But yeah... When you have a kid on a set and you make an entire village and jungle around him and it looks convincing, I, you got to give him the award. That, that's a slam dunk. I will say that the other film in that category that I actually thought was strong is it was there was no way it was going to win, but was really it was Dark Water Horizon or Dark Water Horizon. Yeah. Deep Water Deep Horizon. Horizon. Yeah, yeah. I did not Water see Horizon. that. Was that good? Really good. And those yeah. visual effects were fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Wahlberg one. The Wahlberg one. The yeah. one in the trio of him and Peter Berg him movies Peter about Berg how too. he's a badass Look, who can survive they made anything. A, it doesn't matter. They made a trilogy together, and all three of those movies are fucking great. So wait, didn't they make Battleship together? Lone no, Lone no. Survivor. That was Taylor uh, Taylor Kitch. No. Oh, yeah, you're that was right. That the gay yeah, dude right. from <laughs> Lone Survivor. You need to be more specific. Yeah. Lone Survivor, Deep right. Horizon, and uh, Patriot's Day. Okay. And they were all good. That's a great trilogy. No. Yeah. And all three trilogy. had in fucking phenomenal music scores. Yeah. Uh, was very excited for... Uh, I heard his name said tonight, and I'm like, oh, I don't know how to say Maharazi Ali. But Mahershala Ali. Mahershala, yeah. Mahershala. Uh, he's great. Mahershala. Uh, yeah. I don't know his name. He was great. He was great. That's why I, yeah, the, I knew Will would correct me. Uh, but uh, he was great in that You've movie. You've seen Luke Cage. Yeah, I know. He's and Cottonmouth. He's Cottonmouth. That's my, the point I was going to make, because, Christian, we always have to bring it back to superheroes. He was on Luke Cage, so and I think that was a series you gave up on, right? I, I think you. I what? did, but yeah. I thought that he was terrific in it. Yeah. I Go back and finish it now. <laughs> Will's Will's angry. It's my. It, I swear to God, besides Captain America, that's my favorite Marvel thing ever. Oh, stop! He, he no, says I'm that. Not, no, I'm not. He's gonna, not stopping. I am not yeah. going to stop. It is yeah. the best. Uh, Christian, this is someone who uh, owns and really liked Superman Returns with uh, Brandon Routh. So do the I critics. I thought that was so okay. I think that was so look at that. Look at that. 
see. Common ground. Thank you, Christian Terrence. Uh, uh, that uh, movie literally made me sick to my stomach. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I literally <laughs> got sick to my stomach Jesus. after I saw that in theaters. Wow. wow. Okay. I, mean, I, didn't I didn't love it, but I'm like, dude, it's Superman. He's fine. To your I, stomach. I, I wasn't that upset. Yeah. He didn't rape anybody. Whoa. Game of Thrones. Whoa. He raped my childhood. Oh, stop. <laughs> he took, he oh, took like Michael Bay? Like Michael Bay. Hang on. Our guest is trying to speak, and I think trying to distance himself from your comments. Christian, I'm sorry, what did you say? I think Superman Returns was like methadone for people who missed the Superman franchise. Yeah. You had the Williams music, you had yeah. the guy who looked yep. frighteningly yeah, like Christopher agreed. Reeve. Yeah. It was like, okay, he's back, now we can make a real movie. That's what... That's did what you like Did you like Man of Steel? I, I, I've never asked you about that. Will's a huge fan of Man of Steel, and we're... It's great. I'm a yeah. fan of it. No, no, we, we all like it. the first two-thirds. First two thirds, uh, and then it, got, it became like a like a cartoon comic book CGI fest. But so well, great because the cartoon comic book CGI fest is like <laughs> a comic what you book. wanted. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, first two thirds, the uh, the last Wolverine movie that came out, man, I loved the first two thirds of it, and then the third uh, the third act, and like oh, I can't make my wife watch this you mean because it's the so Wolverine. The Wolverine, okay, okay. not not Logan, which we like, have yet to wait, see. We haven't seen but that. we'll uh, a little little tease it forward. Yeah. We'll be reviewing Logan next week. Uh, Christian, you haven't seen an advanced screening of the new Wolverine movie, Logan, have you? I have actually. So I oh. well, tell us a little bit about what no you think. No, 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 I've just avoided you, trailers. Yeah, but just I've tell us what everything. you think. I, I've seen trailers so you can you can tell us if you liked it or not and we're still yeah. going to see it so you're well, not going to hurt our feelings I, I probably can't say too much because i'm under probably sure an embargo but i, I marvel will assassinate you R. yeah that's interesting and, and that's in right. seconds i'm like oh my god look what he's doing with his claws oh. and look he's look at all the f-bombs he's dropping so oh. yeah it was kind of jarring to have seen wolverine through all these incarnations of seven movies theme. yeah and all of a sudden like he's taking heads off yeah yeah oh, yes so That's a good just, point. It's Jason Mewes playing Wolverine. <laughs> 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 uh, we'll be berserk style. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, I would see that. Uh, anyway, uh, Christian, uh, as we wind down here, uh, noise, uh, noise, heads up, noise, noise. <laughs> is there anything that you can isolate from uh, tonight's Academy Awards, Christian? That uh, surprised you, defining moment, anything we haven't talked about that uh, you you kind of want to comment on before we let you go? Yeah, uh, go Google Casey Affleck Dunkin' Donuts because that was one of the best bits from Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. oh this that year. was fantastic. I agree. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. That's just a, a side note. You know, I've, I've, this, it's always too long. It's always got too much information. It never gets to the good vote the categories quickly enough. So all the flaws that have been in there are still there in the Oscars. But I have to say, as political as it got, there was not one iconic, oh my God, Meryl Streep moment to kind of really anger red state types yeah so i think they did a, a a sort of a microscopic brand damage to the oscars where it wasn't thoroughly insulting and it, it, you know that's my takeaway it, it just shows you that they're a classier award show than the golden globes you know yeah no absolutely and it's probably because they don't serve knew, dinner even those who wanted to make a big speech they're like you know what I can do that at the Globes and the SAG Awards. Yeah. yeah. This is the Oscars. This yeah. is like well, I, history. Go ahead, Jeff. I heard that they vetoed the giant golden middle finger <laughs> last yes. second. The statue yeah. of the they, giant they, 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 had, it, they yeah. had it constructed and they were like, you know oh, what? Too much. Yeah, no, but I think that the, you, to that point, Christian, I think that some of the people who did speak it's out. It's a fake award. It's a fake award. <laughs> some of the people who did speak out are probably not going to get another award show to speak out. You know, there was the, uh, f the foreign film 
director, I think. He didn't attend, and he sent a message, so he made his statement. Great, I don't think that anybody can be that offended by that. They can disagree with it and, and what he had to say. But it was it was sort of very just upfront, not overly long, sort yeah. of, uh-huh. you know, this is how we feel about that. There, there wasn't too much of that. I agree, though. I, I did expect some degree of them beating us over the head. But you know what? Trump's only been president for two months. So next year, we'll, we'll see, you know, when... Rachel Maddow hosts the Oscars. We'll really, we'll really <laughs> be in Keith Overman, come on. Yeah, well, Keith Overman yeah. would be look for GQ. If it's if it's going to be one of those two, I would definitely see Keith Overman uh, mm-hmm. host the Oscars. But anyway, Christian I love his background, that, that red and blue thing he's got going on, that's really exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Christian, thank you so much for staying up late uh, sure. and joining us again here uh, on the Blackcast. We Even always the appreciate. East Coast Christian. No, no, he's uh, he's Mountain Time, so it's late, oh, mountain but time. it's not it's not two in the morning, but. It, <laughs> You know, it's, but it's it's midnight. midnight yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, Christian Toto of HollywoodandToto.com. The Hollywood and Toto podcast is also found there. And you're at Hollywood and Toto. Did I leave anything out? You got it all. Thank you so all much. Right. Thank you so much, Christian. And uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate him uh, making making the time to talk to us here and join us via video Skype for I people. I watched his face. Yeah, because he was there on the <laughs> screen. Could he see couldn't see, see us. Did the people but take the people, it? The people at home could see us. They could yeah, see it. Okay. They could see it. And we had that, you know, there on our YouTube channel. So if you're just listening to the audio of it, uh, go ahead and check out the YouTube. Where on the YouTube, you'll see uh, there have been some uh, people who have commented before we go. And we yeah. do have these Blackcast t-shirts. Whoa. And no, I am not selling them. What we're going to do is not this episode, but starting with the next episode, Anybody who shares it on Facebook or on Twitter, however you share out a link to the Blackcast, you'll be in the running to uh, get one. I'll pick one for every episode. You're not going to open this? You get a t-shirt. No, no, no. And you get a t-shirt. I only have like 20, so I have to dole it out over the rest of the year. But... Speaking of you get a t-shirt, yep. Will, I know you actually had to send yours to our friend to. Matt and KC. Uh, yes. So you actually so have this one. is mine. That one's yours. I won this. So we will not give uh-huh. that one away to yes. a, a fan in Black Cast I, Nation. I owe you all a Motivation Report t-shirts, I, I, which I, I have at home. I, I'm excited to get Motivation from, Report t-shirts. Also from Matt and KC. Yeah, Matt and KC, at Sober as a Bird. He gets He gets a tweet mention here because he, he sent us t-shirts at Sober as a Bird. Yeah. Uh, but everyone here gets a tweet mention. Jeff, do you have a final thought before we uh, shut everything down? You forgot your dingling. Yeah, I know. It hurts my feeling. And I, I you know, I could add it in and post, but I won't. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so thank you to everybody who uh, joined us here late. Wait, real quick, can yes, I say this? Yes, please. Who did this fucking sweet logo? Oh, that's our, that's our friend. That's our friend Stephen Lemieux uh, at part. He's actually the, I believe he's the president of the Popcorn Talk Network. Okay, and he's sort of the, I don't know. I could say he's the second in charge here, uh, but uh, I, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of second in charges. You don't want to say he's the assistant to the regional manager. Phil is the big boss, and yes, he's the assistant to the regional manager. But let's not say <laughs> how many assistants to the regional manager there are. There's but yeah, he did a great job on this logo. So thank you to Stephen. Uh, we really appreciate that. But anyway, so as we as we alluded to, next week on the Blackcast, audio only Blackcast, you will hear us review Logan. So check that out. And make sure to follow at Blackcast on Twitter, like the Blackcast on Facebook, for myself at Christian DMZ, for Jeff DeRay at Jeff DeRay, and for Will Sterling at Will Sterling underscore. We will see you next time on the Blackcast. Ding!